Good morning, everybody. There's going to come a day when we all come together. And that's what the song says. Good morning, Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the United, the United, the divided states of America and to the Republic for which they stand. Two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. Ehud, son of Dennis, here. You can reach us at Ehud at itsareligion.org. This is It's a Religion. We talk about the fact that life is religious. And there are two ways to look at life, either through the lens of Jesus, the Christ, who was here a little over 2,000 years ago, whose birth the world is going to celebrate here in a few days, and who is Lord of all, King of the universe, King of kings, Lord of lords, the one who made you, the one who made me, the one who made this world, the one who made the universe at the foundation, at the beginning of time at least for us. Now, we don't know what else God might have made or what else is happening out there. C.S. Lewis had some ideas about that. But from our perspective, we are from the race of Adam, sons of Adam, daughters of Eve. And that is the absolute truth. There were eyewitness accounts that happened that were passed down, I believe, from generation to generation. And we have uh, scientists now, even in the Christian community, that will, will poo-poo that, oh, they didn't have the same ability we have nowadays, and yada, 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 and basically calling Moses a fool for all the stuff that he wrote down, yet having no idea who Moses might have known and talked to and and how he got the information that he got, how he wrote down the information that he wrote down. And so, you know, once again, you see a contrast, and there is a consistent contrast in our society today between what is true and right and good, which starts from the fear of God. Fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, it says, and I, I believe that includes truth. If you don't properly fear God, you are going to be deceived. You're going to be led astray. It's very obvious what may or may not happen with that. So with that in mind, there's two choices. Jesus Christ and the, the Christian faith, the Bible, where you find the instruction manual behind the Christian faith, and the one Savior that is still alive, the one Savior that rose again from the dead. Or fill in the blank. I don't care if you're putting your trust and faith in evolution, guys in white coats running around, the medical community, Dr. Fauci, uh, Buddha, um, the Mahesh, Mahesh, Rashi, something or other, whatever that is. Um, or 6,000 other religions that are out there that you can put your faith and trust in. So let's get it straight, folks. I mean, that's really the choice. And when you see the choices of our society in the United States of America, you see uh, it playing out that way. You see people putting their faith and trust in a vaccine that doesn't work. They're led like sheep to the slaughter. And you see people that still have their faith and trust locked in in the Lord Jesus Christ. And they go, wait a minute, none of this makes sense. You don't get votes in the middle of the night to the tune of 100,000 that all of a sudden manifest itself into a Joe Biden win in the states of Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, where they changed election laws on the fly to make sure that Democrats were able to get more votes. I mean, it's, it's so stinking obvious. It's not even funny. So, welcome. Welcome to uh, the podcast that seeks to look at things through the lens of faith and not 
uh, and how faith is played out and acted upon in our society and not from a secular lens all the time. So, because I believe that our faith is the paradigm by which we live. And, you know, I think that was exhibited recently, at least by Joe Manchin at the federal level in our government, that he exhibited that faith toward uh, folks that he said, you know what? I represent the people of West Virginia. I don't represent Nancy Pelosi and the folks in Washington. Because I think a lot of times that's the choice. The choice is, am I putting my faith and trust in Christ? And am I going to follow the edicts thereof? Like a guy like Jim Jordan, who I actually met uh, a few weeks ago. It was pretty funny. but Or am I going to follow the edicts of Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer and fall in line with the rest of these yahoos and and support the elite class, support the uh, connected, support the establishment. Remember when I said there's justice for the connected? Well, that's what it stems from. And now with technology, it's much easier to call people out. It's much easier to condemn people. It's much easier to show people, look, if you don't toe the line here, this is what's going to happen to you. Cancel Twitter. Cancel. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's the face, face crack? That's what I start calling that face crack because it's not a Facebook. And it's not a metaverse. It's a, it's a crack system. It's it's awful. And I wish people, especially on the right, would get away from it and just say, you know what? I don't care that Facebook cancels me. I'm not going to use it. And go away. Go somewhere else. So anyway, on this show, we like to start with Scripture every day because I try and, and stay in the Bible and, and read what's going on in... Uh, with my Lord, the one who I put my faith and trust in. And uh, I'm very thankful for that, that I have someone uh, above and beyond me that I can put faith and trust in. And today I was in chapters uh, 12 and 13 of the book of Mark. And let's just read, and, and we'll comment a little bit on this. Mark chapter 12, Verses 29 through 31 say this, And Jesus answered them, The first of all the commandments is, O hear, hear, O Israel, the Lord is our, our God, is one Lord. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Now people can use the second commandment for a lot of different things to say that, that we should love our neighbor by giving all our money to the government, letting them distribute it to people. That reminds me of the former governor of Ohio. He likes to, to do that. But that's not what Jesus says here. Jesus says you, and doesn't say the government should, right? And I believe that in loving your neighbor, it's preaching the gospel, sharing the truth with them, talking about the fact that you know, you can't have wisdom without first fearing God properly. Um, things of that nature, taking care of your neighbor. Uh, we were fortunate enough to be able to, to share with some neighbors that aren't even neighbors here physically, but friends of ours uh, about two hours from where we live uh, came down with the COVID and we had some stuff that we could share with them. And so we drove it in there um, to their house yesterday, took the afternoon and, uh, and went to help people. So 
But first and foremost, it says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. And frankly, I don't know how you love God with your soul. I can see physically how you can love him with your mind and with your heart and with your strength. Uh, you know, we have to be strong in the society today. That is, you know, our society is becoming more anti-God, more anti-Christian, more anti, because our media is so corrupt and they're one of the biggest influences in that equation. And so it's going to become more and more, uh, I don't know if I would say difficult, but certainly uh, increasingly dangerous, increasingly uh, where you might be subjugated to things that you don't want to be subjugated to, or you might be uh, marginalized in a way in which you didn't expect. Now, in smaller town and more rural communities, that's certainly not the case. But anytime you go, you look at these big cities, like Chicago came out yesterday. And I think this is hilarious. These people come out, oh, we're going to implement a vaccine mandate to be able to go into a place of uh, eating in our city um, on January, fill in the blank. So it's two weeks or three weeks or four weeks from now. And I just sit here and think, okay, if it's that big a deal, why ain't you doing it? this minute and so again it's not really about health is it it's about control top-down control of you the subject right this is the difference you know christ followers believe we are free people free to worship him as we choose and you can see this throughout western culture and history but those who do not truly trust in Christ are about top-down control, are about, hey, we know what's best. And most of them, you know, from the secular human perspective, from an evolutionary perspective, where it's the survival of the fittest, right? Um, I mean, that's what, it's so funny that people talk about Darwin, and yet Darwin was the biggest uh, subjugator on earth when, when you really think about his theory, I mean, he wanted. He said the black black people were going to be gone because they weren't as good, and uh, yet they don't bring that up when they worship at the feet of Darwin. Anyway, that's the first foremost commandment is acknowledging God, who He is, the fact that He created us, the fact that that we are here and exist because of Him, and then we are to love Him more than anything else. And and in this life, that is not always easy because life comes at you every day but it doesn't change the commandment. So I encourage you to, to think on that. So verse 41 to 44 says this, And Jesus sat opposite the treasury, and behold, how the people cast money into the treasury, and many that were rich cast in much. And there came a certain poor widow, and she threw in two mites, which make a farthing. And he called unto him his disciples, and says unto them, Verily I say unto you that this poor widow has come and has cast more in than all they which have cast into the treasury. For all they did cast in their abundance, but she the lack cast in all that she had, even all of her living. And I believe, as John MacArthur once preached, and I heard him say, you know, he believes that Jesus was very upset about this, that these guys, he was calling these guys out, saying, look, you should be taking care of her. She shouldn't be putting the last of her living in here. And yet look at her expression of love toward God and her trust and faith in God to take care of her, where she's putting the last of what she has in the treasury. That's the type of attitude we need to have. But on the flip side, 
though those who have means need to to see that for what it is we should be taking care of folks like that so mark chapter 13 heaven and earth this is verse 31 uh through 37 heaven and earth shall pass away but my words shall not pass away but of that day and that hour knows no man no not the angels which are in heaven neither the son but the father take all of you heed watch and pray for all of you know not what the time is for the son of man is as a man taking a far journey who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work and commanded the gatekeeper to watch watch all of you therefore for all of you know not when the master of the house comes at even or at midnight or at the cock crowing or in the morning lest coming suddenly he find you sleeping and what i say unto you i say unto all watch and what an interesting statement that is but think about that we need to be mindful of that all the time we don't know when the eastern sky is going to open up and christ is going to come right in on his white horse with his angels to uh start the end process and his reign for a thousand years and then uh separation forever and that i think is the biggest uh biggest difference in a lot of ways in which we look at society um a christian has hope a christian knows a true christian that puts his faith and trust in his or her faith and trust in jesus christ knows that someday you're going to leave this planet and you're going to go somewhere much more amazing likely than the place you've been living for 10 20 50 60 100 years Nobody else knows that. The Mohammedan says, well, I hope God accepts me. The evolutionist, hey, I'm done, man. I'm worm food. The fill in the blank, all kinds of other theories. I'm going to be reincarnated as a cockroach if I don't do well in this life. Uh, might come back as a, as a uh, uh, boy, I don't know, as a bird maybe, something like that. Uh it's pathetic. I'm sorry. I, I just look at science and think about that. I mean, everything mimics uh, and proves out Christianity in the end. So let's see. Let's take a quick look at the news. This is going to be a quick show today. I've got stuff i got to do. But 24 states sue Biden administration over COVID-19 mandates for children, staff, and Head Start education program. You know, again, if the vaccine is so good, why do you got to mandate it? If it really, truly works and protects people, what's the mandate all about? Why do people have to have it? You're not, you know, I know three people personally that still got the stupid disease when they had the vaccine. So now they've got all this crud in their system from the vaccine shots that nobody knows what's going to do to them five years down the road, 10 years down the road, because it hasn't been tested. It hasn't been proven. And yet we're forced to to do these things. It's insanity, people. It, it really is, literally, should be clinically insane. So, despite evidence, Walensky refuses to call Omicron mild in interview with Fox's Brett Baer. And, you know, one of the things that, that I think we should all realize is these health officials will never want to give up their power. Fauci's never going to want to relegate himself to the sidelines. Neither is this Walensky lady. But, the evidence is there that this Omicron variant supposedly is pretty mild. 
and there's still Delta running around and still the original. So, you know, uh, look at what people are putting faith in, right? A vaccine, an unproven vaccine. And that's one area where I really uh, have a hard time with Trump. I think he's he's done a disservice to folks in that regard because he should be out saying, look, I made a mistake. These vaccines weren't the best idea. Uh, but I don't know that he can do that because the media will just drag him through the mud. Latest Durham filing reveals new legal woes for the Clinton campaign. Boy, wouldn't that be something. I'd love to see Mrs. Clinton get her just desserts because that lady has done so much to harm this country. Um, I, I can't even begin to say. So, hey, but you know what? No matter what has happened in your life, what, what's happening in your life today, tomorrow, the next day, um, think about the fact that someday you're going to leave this planet, right? And uh, when you do, you're going to face a greater reality than you face today. So be prepared for that. Be prepared, Jesus said, for when he comes back. Put God first in your life. Get to know the Lord Jesus Christ. If you don't know him, we'll help you. Ehud at itsareligion.org. Happy to. But uh, we encourage you to put your trust where it belongs, in God. And then get his help to love neighbors. Love your neighbors as yourself. Have a blessed day. And uh, hope you're um, getting ready to celebrate the birth of my Lord. And uh, we'll catch you tomorrow. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose